Hi everyone, this is 50 File and you are listening to Colleen on Starting Over. Oh, no, I can't. <gasps> Cindy. So what? Just keep going. It's Cindy oh, and Colleen. Yes. I love this. Yes. We love it. Let us mess oh. with every now and then. Oh, we let me just so real. No, no, it's fine. We're coming to you from Zoom, of course, because of quarantine. And right now, Colleen's in Sun Valley and I'm in LA. So starting over is more complex than it used to be when we edited our shows a little bit. But Colleen, let's just roll with it. Oh, you know what's so funny? We really never edited that much, but we had the chance to maybe start the introduction of like, hi, everyone, and the way we wanted it to sound and feel. So it felt funny. And I'm like, oh, I want a do-over. Oh, so sorry. This is really me, but... Um, yes, I'm here in Sun Valley, and I have to tell Cindy, who's sitting in lovely Los Angeles, that I woke up this morning, believe it or not, it was snowing here. Yes, it did not. Snowing. Snowing. Only in the mountains, as you know, it could snow in May, in June, and maybe July, but it was so depressing. So I then realized, I know you got on the road to go south because the forecast here the last few days have been really not so great a lot of rain snow and cold so tell me about how wonderful it is where you are well that was part of it, it was also <laughs> and i hated that we left when we did because you were in the throes of birthday celebrations and before we speak of another thing i need to wish you a happy birthday here live on 50 file and i'm i love you to pieces and i can't wait to celebrate with you when i get back and tell me what you did on your actual birthday. You had kids flying in to celebrate with you, which I just love. And you had friends for, that had you over for a quarantine dinner in the backyard. I want to hear. Well, my birthday will only be complete when you and I celebrate. And we're, I, have, I said to you, I'm taking a rain check because when you get back here, you're always so thoughtful, Cindy. And um, I appreciate that. But the, my, on my actual birthday, you're right. The boys were here. Noel, and that is a big present for me because, as everyone knows, they're in different states, and getting them here and traveling was a bit of a challenge because, you know, everyone was concerned about, we don't have as many flights coming into town. It was, it was, a, it was a lot, but they were here, and my day was perfect. It was like, whatever, I, you know, what do you want to do on your birthday? So I scheduled a pickleball. We played pickleball at the Valley Club. I thought, you know what, I'm just going to throw out there what I want to do, and just as a family, it was so much fun. Like, Hunter and Michael are tennis players. Noelle was, she enjoyed it more than I, I was so pleasantly surprised because she can always sit back and watch us do things and like, oh no, I don't want to play. We got her on that court, Cindy, and she is good. And I said, this is something you and I are going to play all summer. So oh, that that's really made my bed. And then it was, it was after that really, can I tell you what it was after Hunter cooked dinner and I've shared with you before he loves to cook. So, oh, I asked, yeah, I had a, linguine um with scallops in a lemon sauce it was Ooh. really delicious i could pick what I, I picked the pasta but what was really sweet about it was the music as we were dining as he cooks he was playing italian music on the spotify so we we're all sitting down at the table here and having dinner and it just felt special i felt like he had the the ambience was right that the company was that the family setting and then that music, I said to Hunter, I feel like I'm in like Italy here. I'm just having a, a, a staycation. But it oh, was a very, very sweet birthday. And more than, you know, like all of us, I just feel like this, I've always connected with my friends and my family and I've reconnected with people. So I just thank everyone for the texts, the phone calls, the Facebook posts. And I, they fill me up and I just feel, 
I feel so lucky to have so many wonderful friends and a loving family. So thank you. It was a good, it was, a, it was a perfect well, May 17th is a special day, Colleen Ferris Weaver. And <laughs> it's cute because Colleen, if you don't all know, she is big on birthdays and not just her own. She's so creative and really, really um, ambitiously generous about birthday celebrations of her friends and family, of course. And so we tried to return the favor, but fail miserably, I'm sure. Now, did you do something um, social that well, I missed? Well, I, no, but I thought you were going to Cecile's or something. All right, well, you're right. What happened was like, you were gone and it's such a challenging time as in like two years ago when I was here, Cindy, I know you might remember this. I called everyone and was like, hey, it's such a, May's a very tricky month here. Our weather's unpredictable. People are gone People a lot. People are gone a lot. And I like to be around. You're right. I do. I like a celebration with friends. So with COVID-19, there's no real getting together. So my dear friend had Charles and I and Noel and Michael for dinner. And Elizabeth and Scott joined in, another couple. So we, it was small, but it was really nice. You know what? Cecile just is, she's such a beautiful, she, her home is beautiful. She knows how to entertain, but you know what the best part was, Cindy? We danced. Oh, we danced good. And we, it was so much fun. The girls, the guys were all in the other room kind of chatting and we were in the kitchen and it was like, we just said at the end of the night, you know, it's the simple things like that. And, and what I like more than anything is a dance party. So I had to ask Cecile the really big question. You know, my countertop in my house, in my old house before I moved, I have a large countertop. There's not a place I've ever lived where I have not danced on top of that counter. Oh. Like what we do. And Gwen Rogers, my dear friend, I mean, when she built her house, she had an amazing counter. And everybody's a rock star on top of the counter. They're a, a great dancer or they're a performer of some kind. So Cecile, who's my one friend who I love, who I say, hey, she's not, she's not a natural person when it comes to dancing. She doesn't like it, but I can bring out that dance star in her. Yes, you can. Have you ever christened this counter? And she's like, what do you, I'm like, danced on the counter. She's like, no. Cecile was the first one up on her counter. Elizabeth and I popped up after. And the girls were videotaped. Like, they couldn't believe that we were up there. We were like the bad moms. You know the scene? In the <laughs> bad moms? That's what I felt like. But boy, was it fun. And then Noel's like, mom, every one of my friends were like, oh, your mom is so great she's so much fun and i'm like oh little do they know i was just fun that much no we were joking back and forth noel so no, this that is how you roll i have been i in love that i am one of those people dance parties dancing dance on parties. the feeling and it, that, that's what we're doing the feeling to be dancing on the ceiling. oh i had all my spotify Lionel Richie. oh my oldies my um high school music my my today's hot you know hits and so it was really fun. And then my other friend, Lee, I did go to her house one night for dinner. She had asked us up there, but it was like a family quiet gathering. Hunter was here and people are just not getting together in big groups, Cindy. So we're oh, making up for it next year, huh? We're just <laughs> doing this. Yes, exactly. And we're doing it in a sort of socially separate way. So I will be one of your dance parties. We'll just do in a smaller scenario Absolutely. when I get back. Did you do Cecile the day before your birthday, so the 16th, or the day it after? Actually, it was on May 14th. Oh, even if- scheduled it earlier, and I had a, Hunter was supposed to travel that day and be there, and then he came in 
on the 16th. So I didn't, we didn't change the date. It was, it was really nice. I love that Hunter flew in. Did he bring Sarah, his girlfriend? No, Sarah oh. not with him, which is, a, I know a bummer. You know, she had gone back to see her parents the week before. They have a dog. It sounds, it just, it didn't work, but I did share with her that, you know, hopefully we'll get together this summer. Cause we, you know, we haven't so, seen each other since November. So now so, let's talk a little bit about the Sun Valley weather. Truly snowing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I can talk about it because I'm in the sunshine in Southern California right now. And uh -huh. how are you handling it emotionally? Because I've lived there for over 30 years and there are times during this season of slack. It can, ha it can happen in fall also. We call it slack there where it's just really quiet of tourism and the weather is unpredictable. And so you can't really rely on it 100% and that's just mountain living. It's still absolutely, absolutely drop dead gorgeous in Sun Valley, Idaho. It's like the green hills of Ireland there. I mean, tremendously beautiful, except we don't want them to be white again. We don't want snow. And in the fall when the colors are everywhere, the bright, vibrant, oranges and yellows and golds and everything of the leaves changing and then snow comes all of a sudden for a day or whatever it's too much so during slack we don't like snow it's it's too yeah. much but so now, how are you doing sort of emotionally with the snow thank you well fortunately cindy it was just a sprinkling and it didn't really last or you know other than the yeah. mountain there's it's a nice little white sheet so it's pretty we but call right that a, now, dusting, a dusting a dusting so right now it's it's fine it's it's still chilly and cold out but may this month when you were here earlier we had a really nice two weeks of perfect weather wouldn't you say for may we were in the 60s and the 70s and it was it felt like we were starting summer it was beautiful oh and the flowers are about to burst there colleen and it's going to stop dusting it's going to be perfect weather again for you in a few days well, I have, I have it on my phone. Are you kidding me? I would only have survived the last three or four days of rain and cold weather if I now can look at my forecast and know that you're right, tomorrow and through the next week, we're just every day's sunny and every day's a little bit warmer. So I'm, it's, it's fine. The worst is behind me, but Cindy's right. And plus like, you know, Slack, like it's funny because now you're in LA and I know you're going to go out browsing in some stores and I'm thinking about you. Our stores and restaurants and gyms are opening, but you know what's funny about me? I'm not, I'm not rushing out to any one of them. For example, when everyone was home, we were going we thought we would go to the rest, a restaurant one night. We thought we would make our way down to CK's. One of my, it's really my favorite restaurant here. One of it's them, Da Vinci's, as you know, is, is my favorite. Time. In in Sun Valley, Idaho, is one of the all-time best restaurants. But let me ask you, they're open for business. You can yes. go sit down you don't just do takeout no CK's was formally opened last oh weekend and or this week maybe it's maybe it opened Monday so I had a reservation and they were really mindful about timing and my number but you know what the next day it was it was a little bit rainy it wasn't the weather wasn't great and I asked everyone do we want to go out or do we want to stay home immediately after being home all these weeks right Myself included, as 140 days we've been home, it feels right. Everyone sort of voted, weighed in, and thought it'd be more fun to stay home. So I did a little takeout, and I guess I was thinking about it. You know what? We've gotten. It's been nice this routine of not rushing out the door, not having to drive somewhere, not having to feel like you're leaving or have to be out by a certain time. 
but I was surprised by my behavior. I thought I'd be the first one to get there, Cindy. I'm totally um, surprised by your behavior too. I know. I haven't been out to a restaurant yet. Um, shopping. So is Manhattan Beach. Tell me what's happening there today when you said we're going to go shopping with the kids in an hour. Are most of the stores opened? Yes. Our daughter is with us. Uh, the boys are still in Sun Valley. Okay. Um, she Aww. has a really nice boyfriend here. So we came to pay a visit and we're having a great time. And part of what we discovered when we uh, arrived here the other day is that the strand, the boardwalk, you know, that whole area down by the beach is open here, which is shocking. And you can be in the sand, you can't lay out or congregate, but you can exercise, you can swim in the ocean. It's almost normal feeling down here. And then of all things that today, the shops start to open in Manhattan Beach. They're going to have major social distancing and I'm sure limit, and I'll let you know because we're gonna go in a minute, but limit how many people can be in the store at one time. But it just feels normal and fun and I don't need to go shop shop, like buy things, but I just wanna go look and play around and walk around. And then of course, if I'm inspired, I might get something, but it just feels normal. And then as far as restaurants though, there is nothing in LA County in terms of restaurants that are even close to reopening. Mm. And I'm just so excited to hear that Sun Valley, Idaho, our valley has restaurants that are starting to actually open that you can go inside of them and sit down. Oh uh, yeah, I think that there's a the majority of them are opening on June 1st, but a few are open now. And then the so gyms, happy. like for example, I called the Valley Club where I'm making it like where I work out, I'm just gonna be funny, where I'm trying to maybe start resuming my workout. And there you can sign up, everything's different though. It's not like the gym indoors is open. They have classes that they're hosting outdoors and there's a limited number to each class. So if I wanna take the class next Thursday, you have to make a reservation. So a lot of that will be different. There'll be reservations for going into the gym and a sign up when you want to say, if you want to work out inside, you'll, you're going to have to be more organized, which is something for me that I don't really have that schedule. Like we play tennis, Cindy and I started playing tennis again, which is a highlight of my life. That's much. I love playing with you and our group. Um, that's not a big deal for me to be, you know, every week I want it, we play on Wednesday from nine to 11. That's easy for me to schedule. I kind of take it day by day as far as what I want to do as far as a workout. Do I want to hike? If I want to go to the gym, I like the freedom to not have to plan that. So that will be a whole new thing here. When There's I one. get back soon, sure. we, I'm going to take you to lunch or dinner, and we're going to actually go in a restaurant and have, have someone wait on us and have okay. the exchange of, of conversation with the waiter like the good old days. And oh my goodness, that's just going to be such a thrill and such a luxury, won't it? Oh, I know. And you know, for okay, like stores here, I've been, I did go into picket fence. I'm looking, I just was looking at sheets. All, everyone's masked, meaning the store owners, but still here in Sun Valley, I'm not saying it's optional because I think most people are wearing a mask, but it's not mandatory. Like in Texas, you can't go into the food store without being, having your mask on. Here, you can go into the food store. I could enter the store. It's it was suggested that I wear a mask and I want to because I think Cindy that I've been hearing some people have been mask shamed. So they went into the post office. It's a, it's a friend of ours. And she said she did not have her mask on, not because she didn't want to, she forgot it. And she ran in and a lady approached her in the car and was really angry. Where's your mask? Oh, wow. So 
I said, well, no. So I'm really careful about having it in my purse wherever I go because I just don't want to put myself in a situation where someone's mad at me or I want to do the right thing. But it's limited. masks here whenever you go inside. And you're really supposed to shelter in place, quarantine yourself for 14 days whenever you enter a new state. Um, but because I know I have the antibodies, we talked about that last week, I feel less guilty as long as I have a mask to go into public places. And then I'll do the same thing when I get back to Idaho. I want to tell you, you know what you might want to do, Cindy, when you're shopping. I'm sorry to interrupt, but think about this when you are looking at clothes, because I have thought a lot of retail stores are, you know, you're not allowed to try things on. If you, if, if I, when I was in California, I was going to Target is how I know this. Target was always open, but the dressing rooms were closed. So I noticed that and I thought, wow, when the stores reopen, that'll be a big deal. And so I've, a number, a few stores here, this is what I've been told they're doing. They're not going to encourage you to try things on, Cindy. So if you want some items, you should just buy them, bring them home and ask if they're return, if you can return them. Then you can wash your hands because think about everybody else trying those clothes on and it's the hangers and the, that's uh, and then the new, the news regarding yeah. transmissibility of the virus. Okay. Hot off the presses is that surfaces don't count for transmitting the disease, the virus, like we once were told. So now it's not about surfaces. Have you heard this, Colleen? It is about human touch, human interaction, shaking hands, <clears throat> hugging, interaction with people to people. It is so interesting how much more we can control this thing, knowing that collectively, you know, the big picture, mm -hmm. but also all of us who were scrubbing our groceries down before and when you talked about code hangers and things we don't have to according to the latest worry about surfaces like we were once told isn't that well, i'm really happy to know that because that that was like oh that's been on my mind i think that's part of the reason i'm not going in the stores but also here because we have these boutiques i don't really want to enter a store when i'm not on a mission for anything for example i'm not i'm not really i love going and looking i don't want to have to feel like i have to buy something and so that's really why I'm not going in stores here. I have, no, I have nowhere I'm going. I have anything on the calendar. I don't really need anything. Well, and that's an interesting concept when you go in a store and how we're used to shopping is that we're in there with a lot of other people. And so if you ever have the pressure, especially in a boutique to purchase, because in a small town, especially we have those gorgeous boutiques, we also know the owners. And so you feel a sense of obligation, but if you don't feel like buying, you just want to browse, you can kind of lose yourself in a crowd a little bit. You know That's what I mean? How I feel. Okay. And now because we're segregated out or, or you know, socially distanced, distanced from the other shoppers, we're going to stand out like a sore thumb if we don't purchase. Is that what you're talking about? Like kind I of feel pressure to purchase. I you really do. And I'm not anonymous. Like you said, we know the store owners. So you're in there. Um, the thrill, can I tell you what I love? I love being surprised. I don't really like to have an agenda like, oh, I'm looking. You know, when you're searching for an item, you're like, you can't ever, you never find it. I just like to look to see if, there, if there's anything that grabs me. And then it's sort of like, oh, wow, I could really use that. But to go into our boutiques here, I, I do. I feel like they've struggled a lot. They're open. I don't want to go in there and feel pressured to buy. I know. And so, you know, I've gotten really... So, so I have so many things I want to talk about, and I know we're almost to the point of winding down here, but a couple of quick things. 
Allison, we want to shout out and thank you for commenting in our comment section, texting us, telling us all the cute stories about your hikes and walks, and you take Colleen and Cindy and 55 with you. We love you, and thank you for your devotion and your listenership. And to all of our girlfriends that listen, we just adore you. And Colleen, you might, you might want to make some shout outs here, but you'll probably get a lot of birthday wishes. And um, Colleen, you need to understand how loved you are by your listeners and by your friends and how heartfelt, deeply happy and grateful I am to have you as my business partner in 50 file and one of my very dearest friends in the whole wide world. And I just want to make sure I have wished you appropriately the happiest of birthday seasons. And then I want to ask you this burning question. Now that we've covered the weather, we've covered shopping, you know, we've covered a little bit of COVID. How do you feel about the mid fifties being in that realm and sort of, you know, moving in and out of the, the, you know, feeling of age and all of that. I mean, it comes up every year and in our fifties, we're kind of in a transition time with children flying the nest. It's a transition with, you know, just reinventing marriages because now all of a sudden it's just the two of you for the first time in all these years. And there's also that transition of, you know, menopause and, you know, that pending thing, or maybe some of us are through it already. But age is an interesting thing at any time. And in the 50s, I think it's really sort of profound. Because it is, it's, it's, you know, when you were, before we even went on the air today, Cindy and I were talking about it, and I was sharing with you that, you know, we titled the show 50 File, and it's always going to be the name of the show, at least for now, because it's, it's, this transition phase and there's so much of figuring it out. I guess with my birthday approaching, I have to admit that this number, this time, I was preparing probably longer. Like it would be January. I knew my birthday's in a few months. I know that sounds really odd, but it, it enters my mind. I have other friends who are have birthdays in March that are there before me. We went to school together. So you get used to that. You get used to it through your friends. Um, my one dear friend, Luann and I are exactly one month apart. She's April 17th on May 17th. So we have this, when she goes over, like I always say, I'm right behind you. We can, so it's. And let me just I, say happy birthday belated to Luann, another faithful really listener. Good listener. She is a friend faithful. of yours. And I get to be her friend by association with you. We love you, Luann. Happy birthday a month late. Okay. And Luann, so not only that, you're coming out here soon. So Luann comes out here every summer and she'll be out here probably in the next week or so. So we'll play some tennis. Um, she has a gorgeous but, home that she just remodeled in Sun Valley that is so gorgeous. I know. So, anyway, so, so you saw, you were anticipating this birthday and the age. And sometimes I would have a little dream. You know, I've talked about these dreams, but yeah. I have a dream that I was a little bit older than what I was actually going to be. And then I would be relieved when I woke up that I was, you know, and then I was actually younger because I was, dreaming an older number and I hadn't even had my birthday. So I was two years younger than the dream say. So that was, that was, there was more of a preparation. I feel like this time because, um, yeah, so many things have changed. I guess my, you know, I was telling you before my mother in her fifties was living a different phase than I am. Like, for example, my brothers were, we were married younger. My mom was having grandchildren by now. She was also had pictures of the wedding. Like, my brothers were married at 22 and then 24 and then 25. So in the fifties, my mother's, she would always say, Oh, the fifties are the best decade. And so when I turned 50, 
I remember thinking, wow, this will be the best time, but I still had someone in high school and I still was feeling like it, we, we, I realized now after in my being in my mid, maybe mid plus fifties, I, I'm living a different decade than my mother. I'm not having those same experiences that she is. So maybe my fifties will look, maybe my sixties will look more like her fifties. I have no idea, but you know, you look in the mirror, you, you know, people are doing things. You're, you're more aware of um, yourself. I, I sometimes have to say, and I say it all the time, I'm seeing my own children age. So in that regard, I feel like I, I have to accept it. It's not easy. I see actors and actresses like, you know, think of our generation. Don't get me wrong. I'll take a glimpse of them on TV. And I'm like, oh my gosh, do they look old? Like General Hospital was on today. And I remember watching that show 25 years ago and some of you know, these soap opera stars never they don't leave their soaps you watch them through the years so when i'm not i don't watch soap operas but maybe 25 years ago when i was home with the kids that were on more i see some of those men and women i'm like wow they they really are old or it, it's just none of it's fun but <laughs> I, I try not to get down about it either i i I don't know, Cindy. I'm not, I've never done anything plastic surgery wise. I, I don't know that I'm wired to do it. I'm fearful to go under the knife. What would I look like after? Don't think that, I think a lot of people entertain that idea. I became, this COVID was interesting. My hair was coming in. We talked a lot about, you know, my gray hair. I had no idea how much, my hair is like silver. It, it was so I mean, I entertained even letting it grow, but then I was like, it was aging. That actually, I found myself really noticing that that would have aged me, but Cindy, the best part of it, the best part of this, the only part that's good is that everybody that I'm good friends with, we're all going through it together. And I think if I was aging and nobody else would, it would be really, really hard. I'm more like, I want to soak it all in. Like I want all those experiences still like, I'm finding myself now, like I, I want to see my children get married and I want to witness being, I want to be a grandmother and see their children. And then like, because they're postponing and they're not settling down. I'm like, gosh, how long, like my mom's in her eighties. She has great grandchildren. She's had the, the wealth and joy of having so much of experiences that I may not experience. It depends. None of us know. So that's, I don't know if I've answered your question. I, I don't know. I go round and round. It's, Part of it is accepting you, this gracefully. Like, wait, go back and say that again. I was speaking. Part of this is maybe wanting to um, accept this gracefully. And, you know, like, think about this. Like, you know, when you were turned 40 and maybe you thought turning 40 was a big deal. And now you look back on that picture. You're like, oh my gosh, I was, a, I was a baby. I was only 40 years old. I know at some point, if I don't wrap my arms around this moment, I'm going to look at myself in 20 years and be like, you should have given yourself a bigger hug on this time because you're still young. And my mother just said that to me recently on my birthday. She goes, guess what? You're still really young. And my mom's 83 years old and I have to take that as advice. And I look at pictures of my mom that when she was my age and I say that my, I, I look at those photos and I think, wow, my mom was really young. Like she looks really good and vibrant and not that she doesn't now, but she really, you know, it's speaking of an important shout out your mommy pat I <laughs> to say hello to pat i know you're listening and i love your daughter and i love you and thank you for 
taking me under your wing. You are one of those favorites. Whether you know it or not, Pat, I, I'm under your wing emotionally, and you're like my my pseudo mama since I don't have mine on the planet right now. But let me tell you, I did have a dream about my mother. Speaking about age, I'm always so grateful when I dream of my mother who passed away coming up in a few days, seven years ago. Mm. And that's a tough anniversary. And I know, Colleen, your anniversary of your father passing comes up the next day. Um, you lost him on the 26th of May. I lost my mother on the 25th. These are big, big dates. And I want you to know on the 25th, Cindy, it's the feast day of the Ascension. My father died on the 26th at three in the morning. So three hours sooner, it would have been that date. But I was so convinced that he was going to leave on the 25th. And I was thinking of your mother that entire day. It was like unbelievable. I know May's full with like so much joy for me and so much sadness at the t same time. And I want to tell everyone who's listening, Cindy's sister posted, because um, she's not on social media as much as I am. Cindy, you're not. This beautiful picture of your mother, you next to your mom, and then Lori. First off, your mother... It's stunning. Elizabeth Taylor. Cindy is all of four or five years old, but you are so doggone cute. <laughs> but I take my cell phone and I photograph your little face and I send it to my mother and I say, who is this darling little girl? Well, my mother was like, go on. She was, I go, mom, that is Cindy. She went on and on. So I posted on social media, everyone, and I didn't do it on 55. I might have to do it on my 50 file page. Cindy has like a little girl. I get, were you about four or five, Cindy? You, you just were so precious, so You're beautiful, so adorable. I found a fuzzy picture of myself, and then I did a present day of, I did our daughters when they were younger, and I was like, you know, I just felt like that. That photo was just to me so beautiful. You were lucky because you know what I was actually thinking too? How lucky for you to have that because I don't have a lot of photos. I said that to my mother. She's like, well, you don't realize I was so busy with everybody. And then we had Filmy to take it to the drugstore. And then it was 40. She goes on and on. I really don't have a lot of pictures. That's why I overdid it with my family. So the fact well, that you I have that you. treasure. That Colleen was so cute because basically it was a it was a Mother's Day card that she put together for me based on that photo my sister posted of my mother when she was in her late twenties probably with these two young daughters. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and then Colleen says so she had this side by side of of our mothers and ourselves and our daughters or something, and she put it all together for Mother's Day text to me, and it was so cute, and I'm crying just thinking about. That you and your and mother. What else you're lucky about? Yeah. You're sitting next to your mother. So you know what? Sometimes when I see a picture and I like that image, like I'm with my dad, I'm next to my dad. Sometimes I, you know, take everyone else out of the photo, not because I'm trying. I just want to have that image of my father and I, and then I snap a picture of it and keep it on your phone, because then you feel like you're, there's like this feeling that your mom's there, and your mom, it literally is Elizabeth Taylor. Like I know exactly what you're saying. She was stunning, and her eyes i mean it's like it's just a, you know what i just was so taken back by that photo i loved it my mother was a true beauty i'm telling you <laughs> what unbelievable but okay, so i have to tell you this though i dreamt of her the other okay. night and this will just bring some of our conversations maybe full circle but whenever i dream of her these days she's in her prime which is something that I've done with my grandmothers as well over the years. Um, 
when they passed and they would start coming into my dreams, they were in their prime, a time when I didn't even know them, but perhaps I conjured from stories or photographs. But it makes me think of all the different things I've read over the years, whether they're religious comments about life after death or psychic comments about life after death, a theme that comes up reoccurring over and over is that when you pass away, that you end up somehow in your prime. And so when you visit those of us who were still mournfully missing the loved one, oftentimes, if not almost always, the, they visit as an in their prime because that's actually the way that they are in the hereafter. It's really quite a concept. And I just choose to believe it because it makes me feel really happy. But I also have some backup in my dreams. And I've dreamt like this my whole life. Mm -hmm. of seeing my loved ones that have passed. And mm -hmm. I feel like if it's a gift, I'm grateful for it. And again, I have to tell you full circle today that when I had this dream about my mother the other night, she was in her prime Colleen and she was younger than me now. Right. So I was having a conversation with my mother at my age right now and her current age in quote unquote heaven. And she's like in her early forties. In this dream, and I'm in my mid, what you call, which is the cutest thing, mid plus 50s, which I think I'm just gonna like you stay there forever. Let's just be mid plus 50s and keep wow. 50 file forever and not go to 60 file and just say mid plus 50s because it's not a lie, it's the truth, and I love it. So, anyway, my mother is in her early 40s in this dream, and so I kind of picture her there, and we were giggling in my dream talking about how youthful she is. And we were, it was just the cutest thing ever. I won't get into all the details of this beautiful dream, but how bizarre is that wow. to think about and see your mother younger than you currently in a dream? Mm. The weirdest thing. That so is life unbelievable. Is, life is so interesting, isn't it? But let me again say hello to Pat. Happy birthday to your beautiful and only daughter. And also happy Mother's Day belated to Pat. You know and you know what? My mother is so like, I, I'm going to make sure I, I take the show, Cindy. I don't actually make my mother download the podcast. When we're through this, I usually text her the show and I say, now sit in the kitchen because she's home alone a lot now. Um, go, you'll close your eyes. You're going to have a visit. It's a really a visit of Colleen and Cindy and it makes her day. It's like, she just is so filled up because my mother has visited here and knows Cindy really well. And I don't know that she'll be able to come out this summer. I don't think that she will. And she really will miss that because she enjoys, you know, she is, this has been her little annual thing. So okay, tell me how she's doing as we get close to our closing of this fun show. How is she doing in lockdown? She's I know she has such a well. friends and family. My mother's done fairly well. I have to tell you, she did tell me that she is, has a, um, my mother is a cancer survivor and had lymphoma last year and she's in remission. But for the last say 10 plus weeks, she has not been able to go to the doctors and maybe she, you know, she hasn't had any symptoms, but she does need to talk to her oncologist. So she did go to the hospital to get some blood work. And then she's having a tele visit with her doctor next week, but she needed to get, give blood or get her blood taken. So she was telling me about her experience. She doesn't, you know, she's pretty independent. It wasn't like she was talking about it the day before. I guess that night she said, well, I got my, I went to the hospital and they took my blood. I'm like, oh, you went out today? 
So she's been getting out a little bit. She's had to do things like that and prep for, uh, but she's still not going to the grocery store. She feels like that's a bit much. And you know, Cindy, now that we're talking about my mom, this is something you would probably, maybe you could relate to this. And maybe this podcast, when Cindy asked me that question about aging, which I went around and around on, you know, isn't it funny? But all of us, we talk about it and we have so much out there, you know, to look younger and your hair can be thicker and your skin can, you know, look ageless. And we're talking about this all the time that are in this last 20 years. I mean, it's just, it's everywhere you go. Everyone looks great. We talk about my, our parents, maybe your mom, my mother didn't talk about it. So when birthdays came, I never remember my mother ever being sad that it was a birthday or that she was getting older. Um, you know, never, I really can honestly say it was something that, you know, if I said anything to her, like, oh, well, she would always say back to me, well, everyone I know and love is getting older too. I think we focus on it more because it's just part of our generation. It's part of the conversation, but I don't. Our generation is much more open, I think, than our mother's generations. My mother didn't speak to me about any of that. None of it. She, she appeared to accept it and appeared to be okay with it. I guess, but, um, called, uh, grace. I know. And I'm sure I'm lacking for sure. No, no, you're not lacking. And I, and I think it's okay yeah. to talk about it too, but deep down it's like, um, you know, I, I, I guess I'm going to take a page out of that book and I'm always, I'm trying to look at the glass half full and I'm trying to be happy that I'm here. Like, this is another thing my mother would say, well, what's the alternative to not be here to not age. And I used to think, Oh, she's so right. Like, the alternative is not a good one. So just celebrate that. Celebrate that you're I here having a birthday. Even though all of our friends, our peers, and um, I can't even describe how many friends Colleen has. Like I want to say, oh my gosh, Cindy. infinite no, amount. No, I have, I have like you. We Let are connectors. We like people. We make plethora. Your plethora of beautiful friends. I have plenty. You, the top. you are, you just are the Pied Piper. You have a following of devout friends. It's the cutest thing ever. Gorgeous inside and out. I'm just telling you, I have my beautiful yeah. friends too. And we are all aging because we're all around the same age. This, what you call again, the mid plus fifties, <laughs> but some people are getting things done and they look amazing. And, and so you can't help, but, think like, whoa, maybe I need to do something because, you know, some people are and it really is effective and it really is gorgeous and it's tempting. But like you, Colleen, I'm a big chicken and I'm just, it's just an interesting concept. But we all are in this together. And I think if nothing else, we're going to take a page out of Pat and Sharon's book yeah. and just be grateful and be, you know, exuberant. And we always talk, Colleen and myself, about not letting our, our, not letting anyone dim our sparkle. Maybe we should go there with the concept of aging and we're not going to let mother nature and her ways of aging us dim our sparkle. Then I'm nothing is gonna take us from the cup is half full to the cup is half empty. We've and never been pessimists. We've only been optimistic usually. And we'll just stay there with this. It's a better place to be. But by the way, as we were talking about grace and our mothers and keeping one's mouth shut and not telling you every little thought. When we begin our podcast next time, next week, I'd love to at some point talk about wearing one's heart on one's sleeve because my mother was so 
gracefully quiet about things publicly. She was so cautious and careful, careful about giving away secrets or talking too much out there and was so protecting of her own thought and her children's and her family's. I tend to kind of lean the other way as a counterbalance to her as everything was so hush hush. I tend to just wear it all on my sleeve. Colleen, you're nodding because you know. I'm nodding because I have the same family of origin. My mother was very careful and really kept everything close um, as far as what our, my brothers were doing, I was doing. It, it seemed like it, it wasn't, it might come across as a secret. It wasn't that we were being secretive. It's just that that was her style and that's what I grew up with. And I still feel like I say too much, but I, I have to let her, I, I am grateful that she, she made it like we were on this team and most of the world doesn't care, like stay the course. And I think that I do open up and I'm willing to share things that my mother would be like, oh, what do you even need to say that for? But um, that's why, we, that's why we, we can hear each other and understand. Cindy, I wanted to say before we close, because I know you're going to shop to your drop with Chrissy. And I want to hear all about it. Um, and next week, I do want to talk. We'll, I'll make a note that we start the show with wearing our heart on our sleeve. But I had a friend, Lee Everett, who, by the way, was the gal last week. A lot of you did write in. You were very happy we found the dog Enzo. And, and then she survived the bear that treated her. I didn't get the details on that bear. I should have asked more questions about it. But Will you, will you get the details? And I tell have to. I, I think okay. it was, I don't think she climbed the tree. I think she happened to be in a high place on this hike. But we'll get all the info. Enzo is home safe and sound. But she sent me something that I thought I would share with all of you. You will love this idea. I was talking to my mother and I got this text from Lee and Lee said last night, I thought of you. We went, I was going to bed and I was reading um, a text from Jamie's mother. And she goes, have you ever heard of, it's called storyworth.com. So storyworth, W-O-R-T-H.com. I said, no. And she said, well, what it is is this every week, you will have it once a week, there'll be an email question that will be sent to maybe I'll have it sent to my mother. And in that email, it will be a question. And then she simply has to reply to the story. And it happens every week. And after, you know, at the end of one year of my mother or a loved one, a friend, maybe I'd have you do it, or you'd have someone, just anyone, your child. This, after one year of these stories, it, this, all those answers are bounded into a beautiful book and they're sent to you. So I was reading what Lee was saying about storyworth.com and I'm on the phone with my mother at the same time because you know you're multitasking. I'm talking to her reading this. It was, I'm doing this. I haven't signed up for it yet, but does that not sound like a beautiful for anyone that your children, these are questions that are going to be random questions that can be after one year. So that night before her, her um jamie's mom they were reading one of her her texts and it brought tears to her and i did to her and i thought wow this would be such a beautiful keepsake to have of so, all me, these questions that my mom would be answering on a weekly basis that i may not even think to ask her and i will after one year have it bound into a beautiful book and i will have my mother's words forever i love it so much and by the way jamie is lee everett's husband so it was her mother-in-law yes 
and, and Lee was touched by reading the quotes, having had the mother-in-law answer these questions that it sounds like storyworth.com presents once you join this club. Yes. That sounds delightful. Oh my goodness. I will be looking into that. That's a beautiful, beautiful idea. And in this season of, you know, Mother's Day and first part of spring, it just seems perfect timing. Mm -hmm. And uh, this has been such a lovely conversation with you, birthday girl. I love you. Thank you. Well, this has been a, you know what? You made my afternoon. Thank you. And for all of you listeners, Cindy and I love you so much. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. And Cindy, thank you for always making my sparkle glow that much more because you Aww. do. You light me up. Thank you. Love you. I love you too. Have a great time shopping. Bye-bye, everyone.